The current spoiler warning level is, Deep Crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Deep Crimson, uh, because not only is this a spoiler episode where we're talking about a machine and its variants from Season 1 of Mobile Suit Gundam 00, which is quite far in the future for the Great Gundam Project, we also talk about plot events from the end of that season and even some into Season 2, and a little bit into the movie as well, so it is, it is fairly heavy on the spoiler front. Uh, please be warned. And also, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista in G. Axes are better than beam savers. I'm Six Stepmark from Scalinity. Um, that, I mean, <sighs> I'm thinking about it. No, you're right. You're just right. I can't argue. Hi, I'm Dylan. I think performance-wise, the numbers are not on their side, but they're cooler. I mean, you could always make them into a beam axe. I mean, I, uh, I commissioned a mobile suit that had huge heat axes, but you can detach the handles to be beam savers. That, that is pretty cool, is the thing. Look, it's not bad. Multi, multi-use <laughs> weapons. Yeah. They're... Turns out, when you just make your own shit, you're like, what are the things that I like in a mobile suit design? <laughs> Chaba armor. <laughs> now, now, now you understand, though, why all the side story designs get weird. Because people are just like, fuck, what do I like in a robot? Well, time to put all of that on a robot. Like, it's it's hard to resist, you know? I, totally, like, totally. It's why, I, it's why, well, I will sometimes make fun of, like, you know, every one year more side story doing its thing. It's also, I understand, though. I totally understand how this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, listen, I resisted the urge to make both of the shields also pile bunkers. I was I was very restrained. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's roll some die uh, for viewer requests, I would say. Let's Listen do it. Requests, whatever. God damn it. I keep saying, I, I, this is how I, this is how you know that I'm primarily used to watch visual mediums as my brain just thinks viewer requests by default, even though we're a podcast. I do listen to a lot of podcasts now, but I've just never switched to listener in my head. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by viewers like you. Viewers like GSAB123, mm-hmm. who requested the GN002 Gundam Dynamis. Okay, yeah, uh, we can do that. All right. Uh, are, are, one of these days, are you going to be like, we can't do that? No. <laughs> I mean, actually, actually, I think you have before. I think you've been like, mm, six. Mm. <laughs> there are times where I've thought it. I don't know if I've ever interrupted. I can't remember. Uh, uh, look, it's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, so the GN002 Gundam Dynamis. So, all right. Now, what I want to ask. When we're going through the Dynamis, are we keeping the other Gundam separate from that? like later seasons of double O that are related to it. I I mean, I think we just keep an eye on the time and decide. Okay. That's fine. All right. We'll start I, with... I do think, I do think we should start with the GNY 002, however. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. We can start with the Saddlesud. Saddlesud? Saddlesud. Um, we could start with that. All right. The GNY 002 Gundam Saddlesud. Uh, this is the precursor to the Dynamis, uh, and much like it, it's, it's, 
It's kind of, if I'm remembering right, it's still like a sniper. No, wait, no, it's not. Right, it's no, just a recon suit. It just has the sensors, but it's not actually a sniper. I forgot about that. Okay. Um, also, this thing rules, by the way. Um, but, uh, okay. So this is the precursor of the Dynamis. This is a weird side story version of the suit. So all of the Gundams from Gundam 00, right, all have, like, precursors from this manga. And because the precursors are the artists uh, working unrestrained, all of them fucking rule. I love the art on them. This one's colors are a little weird, but I still love the art is the thing. Um, so starting with the head, you've got a very GM Gundam style head. Like you've got like a lot of like nice mixture of round parts and like very like squared off parts. Um, like on the side of the head, you have like the little round bits. You've got the cheeks poking up on the sides. Um, for a forehead jewel, we have a radome, just mm -hmm. like an actual ass radome uh, with two V fins coming off of it, which I but, assume are just antenna actually. Yeah, the blue the V fins are blue and white, and it's only on the collar that we get. This is um, it's a design that we'll see actually on the Exia, the sort mm -hmm. of like like collar sort of almost v-fin the gold mm -hmm. well yellow i mean this is really orange whatever yeah. i'll stop saying colors <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the head though you've got basically just a big forehead radome along with two gundam eyes the face has no detail other than you've got like the blue chin um which is good like i, I actually like like the really like i don't want to say plain faces but the simple faces that come up on like mm -hmm. the double o suits Simple, um, but, like, especially in this case, simple, but, like, reconsidered, you know? Yeah. Um, the torso, so, as you mentioned, like, the torso almost resembles part of the X. It's, like, a weird combination of the Exia and the Dynamis. Like, it has, like, the armor more like the Dynamis, like, going on. Um, at least with, like, the middle chest section and such. Uh, but, yeah, it has, like, the collar parts that are, like, the weird V-fin, which... The Dynamis does actually have, like, little pop-up bits on the collar, but they're not this big. Normally only the x Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, you also have, like, an extra radome on the chest, uh, along with uh, two big orange pieces that are just armor, but I like that it's trying to evoke, like, the Gundam, like, way you do color separation on the chest, like, the vent area and such. Mm -hmm. um, they look is... like they open up. There's, like, a hinge there. Yeah, there is a hinge on either side. Um... Well, clearly it's for showing off the light of the GM particles. Oh, sure. Uh, when you want to intimidate a foe. No, but, um... Yeah, so, uh... Also, I believe down the middle... So, I'm looking at... I'm looking at the picture near the bottom of the page, the development report. Um, I'm curious... No, it doesn't have a chest sensor, damn. That's just a, a opening where the green light shows out. I was hoping that that would be like a weird mono eye or something in the chest. Because <laughs> that would have been cool. Um, now the shoulders, these are very Dynamis-esque in their base like form. But the shoulder attachments, because as we'll talk about with the Dynamis, the Dynamis has shoulder hard points. Uh, the saddle set here does have shoulder hard points as well, but with very different equipment. So on one side, you have, uh, on the right side, I'll say first, uh, you've got, like, this little sensor, basically. It's just, it's just another sensor, right? It's, like, a weird, it kind of reminds me of, like, the kind that you get on the Zaku Flipper, you know? Like, all the mm. extended pieces. It does have, like, a radome at the end of that as well, um, and, like, a little antenna sticking out off the top. 
It's just like a little white piece, though, that's just an extra sensor. On the other arm, you get this big fucking shield, and, like, it's beefy and big. Um, it also has sensors, by the way, uh, built into it, because of course they do. It's a, it's a sensor shield. Um, I guess technically the other one is, is called a shoulder shield with sensor functions, but I, it's not really a very substantial shield, um, is why I, I was, like, loath to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, the big one uh, has, you know, it's, it's basically big defensive equipment, but it also has little sensors put throughout. Which you might go, well, why would you put sensors on a shield? And I go, I can't, I have to imagine with, um, especially like when we're talking double O, with Celestial Being's budget, you may as well put extra function on the shield. Because here's the thing, generally things aren't going to be damaged that easily anyway on the Gundams, and they know it. Um, and... So, building, like, an extra function into your defensive equipment, even if it's theoretically something that is going to get hit, I mean, all it can do is boost your performance, right? It's not like, it's not like the suit necessarily relies on it. It still has the head sensor and everything, and, like, the well, main I mean, ones. Also, they, they're not, they don't rely on anything, because this is, the thing about Celestial Being is the nature of their mission is the first and second uh, generations of Gundam purely exists for data collection oh that's true i guess this isn't for practical we'll talk about the practical version of it in a little bit with the uh, type f but uh mm-hmm. yeah i guess this isn't actually like the combat practical one anyway um, this is really just them testing various like ways of of having like sensor setups for a longer range machine yeah um moving on down though you've got the skirt armor which looks like it's supposed to open up like kind of like the ones on the dynamis but they don't like this. This doesn't have weapons built into the skirt. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just. I think that what they did was maybe the idea with like all these latches on the armor is like you're still following like that hardpoint idea, like what's going on with the shoulders. Like this is basically like a recon, and also what can we slap for like external equipment on this machine? Um, moving on down though, you've got big sensors on the knees, uh, very obvious ones. Um, the legs themselves are, again, pretty similar to the Dynamis, but the Dynamis normally just has armor, whereas this is like, let's put radomes on the knees, too. Uh, also, like, the Dynamis, this kind of has, like, that squashed foot thing going on, because, like, a lot of the Gundam feet, you know, they tend to be pointy, but the Dynamis actually has these, like, kind of, like, squat legs that don't end in, like, they're they're rectangular, you know, they're, they're just smaller than you would expect. Um, mm-hmm. And this also has those. Um, now, in terms of armaments, this does technically have some. Um, it can be mounted with a revolver bazooka, which is a actually a physical weapon. This is not a GM beam weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just a big, basically a big bazooka. Um, it uses a revolving cylinder for its ammo, and uh, it has a secondary hand grip on the top, uh, and it looks cool as hell. Um, I... I feel like I I don't know if they thought this hard about it when they were when they were designing this, but in universe I think it makes a lot of sense for this machine's this machine's two weapons that has this and a beam saber, and both of these are weapons that if they were used, assuming they destroyed everyone present, right? Assuming there were no witnesses, uh-huh. if you looked at the aftermath, you wouldn't think anything was wrong. That like, is oh, true. Oh sure, a bazooka. We know how to use those, and then like oh sure, some sort of like energy blade weapon we're early on with those but sure it's like a sonic blade or something yep yep it makes sense it's like well because that's the thing right these gundams are also not like 
obviously Celestial Being doesn't want them caught <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. ever. So, like, that armament set makes sense. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and then, so, the, and, yeah, you mentioned the GM Beam Saber. Um, other than that, you basically just have the giant sensor shields. Um, or, well, the one giant sensor shield and the one small sensor shield. Um, and, yeah, they're, you know... That's it, basically, with the suit. You've got everything there. It's a simple suit uh, in that regard. Oh, should mention on the back, uh, no real backpack because, like, the GN suits tend to not. They just have, like, the, the GN particle thrusters. Um, mm-hmm. And then this also, much like the Dynamis, has a big butt. Um, does have, like, <laughs> extra thrusters on the butt area, which are what the Dynamis also does. I do really like that arrangement of like the trio of thrusters around the GN drive. Like the the um the ones we see in the show all have the little like cone on the back. Mm-hmm. But this design up there, I think I like a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the GNY designs use this instead. Oh, also something I noticed uh that I don't see mentioned in the article, though I may just be missing it because it's a big section. Uh, the bottom of the big sensor shield, um, it looks like hmm, to me it looks like a thruster. Um, hmm. like if you look, uh, let me share the line art. It looks like, like the kind of thruster that's already on the back of the, um, Dynamis or possibly, hmm, I'm trying to see if I can, it, unfortunately that is impossible to read. Nope. That is a sensor. Oh, that is based on the Dynamis's rifle. It says, okay, I see it. Mm. Okay. Uh, the, the, the way that it was designed at the ends kind of more reminded me of, like, the butt thrusters on the Dynamis, but, um, no, that's just the sensor. Okay. Uh, so it has a sensor going downward as well, um, which, I guess the thing is, the shield can move around and, like, aim up and down, so it does Mm -hmm. make sense, uh, that you could just put one there as well. Um, that's where its sniper scope is, though. It's a it's a funny thing where they're like we're gonna cover this like this is part of the like the backstory is like we're gonna cover this whole thing in sensors and they're like hey boss we put sensors on the back and the GN particles just blocked them and they're like ah shit right <laughs> that's really funny that is pretty good actually they didn't I could that's the thing though right that's the kind of engineering mistake that you could totally imagine like uh huh um but yeah okay so. <sighs> do we want to just talk about the saddle set type F since we're on a saddle set train? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So later on, this is given a more like fresh day is given like the old GNY suits. And these are modified to be more practical for combat. The saddle set type F becomes more practical by going, huh? That little shoulder shield on the one shoulder didn't really do much. So we're going to double it up. <laughs> um, which is the first major change. Uh, yeah. And then, other than that, really, I'm looking at the design. I think the design itself doesn't change too much. Um, I mean, you got It's just you the gotta, color change. Yeah, you got a darker blue, and you've got a lot more of it. And it also has an optional mask, so that people won't know that Fereshte is operating Gundams, which is always the dumbest thing. It's like, ah, we put Gundam on our mobile suits, right? Like we don't want, uh, but we don't want people knowing that this is a Gundam. So it has an optional sensor mask. Some of the sensor masks look cooler than others. I actually like this one, but it is yeah. funny to me that it removes the V pin, like it like retracts. Um, this one's a pretty cool one though. Um, yeah, I like this. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like it. Definitely doesn't look like a Gundam anymore. To be fair, like even though it has the body structure, I will say the absence of a Gundam head does in fact make it look like a weird, like, lunch or something. 
Um, now, this one has been enhanced in a lot of ways. So we've got a lot of things going on with this. Um, I mentioned the color change. This is all blue now. You don't have like the white and blue color scheme of the original, and I think it's better for that, honestly. The only white part is actually the Gundam face, which is another thing I really like. I like when like the Gundam face is white, but the rest of the Gundam isn't. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just think it like makes the mask kind of stand out more. It pops, yeah. Yeah. Um, so similar armaments. You've still got the G and Beam Sabers, and you still have the Revolver Bazooka. However, this also does use a GN sniper rifle, basically uh, the Dynamises. Apparently, they recovered it from a uh, just like a, one of the secret bases. Um, it's that way, the UN wouldn't be able to find it. Like one of the Earth bases, they just took the sniper rifle and they're like, "Well, I guess we'll just give it to the Saddle Sid. It makes sense," um, mm -hmm. which is pretty neat. Um, other additions are, so, it's doubled up the sensor shields, as mentioned, so, this is a bit more, it, well, a lot more defensive, basically, the arms are completely protected, um, and it has sensors everywhere still, so it's still good at sniping in that way, or, I guess, when it's using the revolver, more mid-range combat, I guess, but, you know, it's good at knowing what is happening around it, um, uh -huh. it does actually have a transam system as well, um, which, uh, you know, because they, they swap the GN drives on these um, around. Uh, well, so, well, so technically, wouldn't the original saddle sit as well? I mean, it's mm -hmm. it would never have had a chance to use it, but as long as it's got an original drive. That's true, actually, right? Because, hmm, yeah. And it, it even mentions that when they make a second saddle set type F later on, because it uses a GN Tau drive, it doesn't. So I guess it would actually still have it. Uh, in the yeah, original. Oh yeah, this is in the uh, in the, the the original Saddle Sud's uh, description here. It says, despite having a GN drive, Saddle Sud cannot use the transcend system as it is not unlocked until twenty three. Right. Okay. That's so. It's it like can't it use it for story it. reasons, but not right. Okay. But like technically, if it if they'd kept it around, it would have been able to. Um. Also, um, later on, this the Saddle Sud Type F was in fact upgraded to be able to generate GN fields. Um, didn't change the design at all, uh, but, uh, apparently Fawn Spock, oh god, Fawn Spock. Um, <laughs> Fawn Spock. Fawn Spock ordered the upgrade of all the team's Gundams using the spare parts from all of Celestial Beings' bases. This is where it also gets, like, the GN sniper rifle, but I guess they also gave it a GN field. Um, it is not a 360-degree one, uh, it is actually a single-plane one, uh, that is generated in a pinpoint manner. Which I think is cool. <laughs> I like the idea that it has like weird pinpoint shields. Because it's covered in sensors, so it would know when a shot is incoming. So theoretically, mm -hmm. you could just generate them on the fly. The way that it's worded here, though, is that it, as a result, using this GN field requires high piloting skills. Because I guess the pilot must generate it and move it. And I feel like that's dumb. Because it's covered in sensors. It should know, ah, incoming object and just generate the field. But whatever. Well, um, but the thing is... But think about where they are in the story when this happens. If it had that kind of ability, it'd be because it was outsourcing the processing to Veda, and they wouldn't have Veda. Oh, right. At this point, they don't have Veda because, yeah. Okay. That makes sense, then. Yeah, they Celestial Being gets spoiled by having one, like, p computer of unlimited processing power that links up to all of them at all times. And so once they have it, it's like, oh, shit, we didn't really in invest in, like 
processing power on anything else. Um, it also mentions this, and I don't know the storyline, so I don't know entirely when this happens. It says, a unique application of this GM field is that by generating it around a person and coupling it with the GM particle's mass reduction ability, the GM field can be used to fly the person to and fro from the saddle set type F within an unspecified distance. And my brain's just like, what? Who did that? <laughs> are, are they, uh, like, are I they mean, moving around the, the hangar or something and just like, oh, watch this flies <laughs> no you 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 gotta know it was it was gotta it must have been fawn spark going sick there's gonna be like Sick-a-mo. some part of part of the thing where it's like oh no the the cockpit gets blasted off and they want to capture the gundam alive so they're gonna shoot him with a sniper shot and he's like you can't shoot me if i'm not standing still Blah. I, um you know here's the thing after playing g-gen i i used to hate fawn spock and the idea of him and everything and then i played g-gen and then i got to the scene where I need to mention this because I mean it's double O story, but like side story details for an untranslated thing. Um, Von Spock gets told, "Hey, stop disobeying orders, or we're gonna blow up your color." Because Von Spock is like a basically a prisoner of theirs, and mm-hmm. they're just kind of using him because he's a good pilot, and he's got an explosive collar on, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And then they're like, "Uh, no, seriously, we're gonna blow that up if you keep disobeying orders." He's like, nope, I'm not going to obey. So they blow it up, and he just starts tackling as his cockpit is filling with blood because his throat got blown up. Uh, he did get saved from this, but I, I will admit the idea that he is so dumb in sicko mode that he decided to just let them blow up his explosive collar did make me, in fact, start liking the character when I used to hate the idea of him. I, I also, I mean, like, it's that, and, like, I mean, he's just somebody's Joker OC, right? Where, like, he's just constantly, like, laughing about how he gets to murder people, and there's one scene where someone's like, oh, man, the politics here, and he just rattles off, like, a fucking, like, <laughs> a speech about, like, the nature of politics in the world, and everyone's like, wait, what? And he goes, aha, just kidding, I want to kill people. It's so oh, dumb. He's I so dumb. He is, he is an incredibly <laughs> stupid character, but I do like him. <laughs> Because That's what makes him good. If if they the if thing the is double thing double was, O yeah. is incredibly stupid. Is the thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. So I'm okay with it. Um. Oh. Uh. So a couple other things though. Um. That I should note: these sensor shields actually can be moved around in a way that I think is really cool. By the way, um, you can see it in the sketch here. I do love that they can like pop up like over the back like that and such. Oh, that looks sick. It's really cool. Um. I love a lot of these GNY machines, uh, almost more than the show ones, actually more than the show ones, I will say, like, in this case. Um, it's just because, like, when Ebikawa or Yanase are going ham on a design, they just, when they get to just do what they want unfettered, um, I love it. It's just great. Um, and yeah, this, this one's a fun one, though. Um, oh, also, I did find out something. You know how we mentioned that the V-Fin has a layered design, like, the two mm-hmm. colors? Um, find out how that works. It's actually in the sensor scan here, or the sensor mask, uh, picture here. You can see that they, uh, the little pieces that are in front of the sensor mask are just always there, and the, 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 it can just retract the V-Fin to go, no, I'm not a Gundam, <laughs> which is very funny. That's great. Uh, I love this machine. This thing's great. Um. Gundam? Who's that? It does have one variant more. Uh, it is the Saddlesuit Type F Black. It is the Saddlesuit Type F, but painted black. Well, but there's and also there are two saddle stud type F blacks. Okay, fair. There's the saddle stud type F black, which is just the one that's been painted black, which is not different in any way. And then there's the one that is different. 
that has a Jian Tao drive or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're done with that. All right, now on to the thing that was actually requested. Um, I forgot. It is very funny to me that it's saddle set type F black, black recolor only is like how the wiki has to list it. Um, anyway, Dynamis time now. The actual thing that was requested. All right. Gundam Dynamis. This is the sniper of the team for the Gundam team in Gundam 00 Season 1. It is piloted by codename Lock On Stratus. Great name. Um, so, the Dynamis, looking at it in its base form, we'll just talk about it base first. Um, so, you've got a head that is, again, very GN Gundam style. You've got the mixture of round parts, and it's very similar to the head we just looked at with the saddle set, basically. Only... Uh, it does have a full V-fin, and the way that this V-fin is designed looks a little weird. That's because it pops down, uh, and reveals that there is a little super camera underneath it. Mm -hmm. Um, it does have two eyes, like a normal Gundam. It does have, you know, the, the, the cleft face with, like, this simple detail, and then a red chin. Also should note, the primary color for this one is green, for a lot of, like, the armor parts. Um, like, it's white and green, basically. Um, so, moving on to the torso, though, you've got a torso where you've got, uh, they're not vents, but they look like vents on either side. But again, GN technology, you don't need vents in that way. Because mm -hmm. what you do is you vent out the GN particles in order to move, so, um, yep. And you've got, like, a big armor piece over, like, the GN drive core in the middle. Um, and then you've got, like, I, I mentioned before... A less Exia-ish and just, like, weird kind of, like, collar area where it does have two little pop-up fins, but they're, like, very small. Um, and, yeah. Uh, moving on to the arms. These arms are simple arms, uh, similar to the ones on the, uh, saddle set. However, uh, on its base form, uh, the hardpoints have a single small shoulder shield on the left, and a GN sniper rifle is mounted on the right side. Um, nothing mm -hmm. else mounted yet. Now, this will change. Um, the waist, uh, you do have, uh, four front skirt armors, and the reason why you have four of those is because this is where the missiles are held. Um, it has GN missiles hidden in the four front skirts. They pop open and fire, uh, I think it's four missiles each. Um, so yeah, just has, like, a quick little, like, pop-open missile launcher. Um, mm -hmm. as you move on down, uh, the legs, you've got the very, you know, as you expect with Gundam uh, 00 designs, like, the legs where you've got the transparent, like, cabling, I guess is how I would describe that. I never know how to describe that, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you've got yeah. that weird transparent piece in the middle. It's, it's like GN cables, I guess, like, for moving stuff around. Um, the knees, you've got this big boxy knee armor, um, and then as... Which, again, holds missiles. <laughs> yes, more missiles. Um, and... So these ones, I think, are bigger than the waist ones. Uh, let's see. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are larger. Um, and then you've got, as you move on down, uh, the kind of squat feet that I mentioned before. Uh, on the rear, it's got a butt thruster, uh, which is where, much like the saddle said, the GN sabers for this are held. Um, and you've got, like, an actual GN drive, so it's got, like, like, it's not an actual GN drive. This is not how I should put that. But, like, it's the GN drive with, like, the conical. Mm-hmm. The sort of omnidirectional um, thruster that we're used to from the show. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, the Dynamis, uh, the weapons on it. I mean, I mentioned the sniper rifle. I mentioned that it has all the missiles. 
Uh, it's got the beam sabers. It's got a GN shield on the arm, just a little shield. Um, also, in these, I believe, is the sight skirts is where the missiles are? Or the uh, beam pistols? I'm trying to see. Oh, no. Uh, there are holsters for the leg, right? The main art doesn't show them. Um, okay, yeah, I was, I was like, I remember them being further down. But... Yeah, I just, I was like, I, I know that it has pistols. Okay, yeah, it can mount little pistol uh, holsters on its legs, and it just grabs down. And ah, yeah, they're pistols. just these gray boxes. You, They're very yep. obvious when you see them. Yep. Um, so, uh, he also, uh, apparently, fun thing to note, we're going to talk about the full shield on this. Uh, since we mentioned the GM pistols, apparently Lock-On decided that carrying six GN pistols on the inner side of the GN full shield was actually the best loadout for close combat. Um, apparently, I... the reason why is six is because when you fire the pistols too fast, their barrels will burn out from overuse. So he decided, well, if the barrels burn out, I can throw, I, I, we can just, you know, I can put them back and grab new ones. Which is I mean, I guess that makes sense. Very funny. Um, anyway. Like, and, and also, let's listen. It's very nice if you just say put them back. He's just letting go he's, when they float away. That's that's fair. <laughs> he's I mean, not. He's gonna, not he's allowed not put... to early on. He wouldn't be allowed to because they could. What if they reverse engineer those? Well, I mean, he has to win the fight and then pick them back up. Oh, <laughs> we never get to see the aftermath of the dynamis walking across the field, having to like pick up pistols and like load them into its Exia with a broom. Exia with a broom. Um. So yeah. Uh, this does have one other optional bit of equipment, and this is, I think, so we do see it without, like, the full shield early on, but I think generally when we see this, we do in fact see the, uh, full shield version. And yeah. what the full shield is, is just on either arm, um, mounted on the side of the hard points, you have these larger shields that can fold down and basically be, like, uh, operate almost like a cloak, hence the name full shield, they cover the whole front of the body, um... And they are designed in such a way that even when covering, like, the full body, it can still pop up, like, you know, the arms to fire the pistols, or even, mm -hmm. uh, fire, like, uh, you can notice, like, the way that the armor is segmented, it can even, like, you know, use the sniper rifle still if it's aiming correctly. Which I love the design of these yeah. things. No, it's great. Uh, just the two big cloaks on the sides are wonderful. I love them. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, and it's pretty cool. Uh, this is an interesting suit, because... I mean, it's a sniper suit, but it does cover multiple roles, right? Like, it actually has a beam saber still, which is good. Um, mm -hmm. And it is very defensible, which makes sense, because here's the thing. He's sniping. Well, what if they find out where he is? Well, it doesn't matter, because if they find out where he is, he's still got these big cloaks, like, able to protect him. Um, and he and can he's even, got pistols, like... And he's got missiles. It, yeah, he's got the missiles that he can fire without even... He doesn't even have to, like, like lower his rifle. Nope, he just... It just pops the skirt or the knees open and boom, they fire. Um, mm -hmm. Should note also when he's sniping, uh, Lock on Stratus does have this giant camera gun basically pop down in the cockpit that he gets to aim with, which is always fun. That's, that's like a periscope. Yeah, <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, it actually, funnily enough, the design of that reminds me of like some of the GN bazooka designs that we get later on. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah. Um, also, other equipment. So I mentioned the sniper mode. Basically, the head, uh, the V fin pops down and reveals a special camera inside the forehead. Um, the mohawk kind of moves up a little bit too to sort of allow the lens to extend. Mm -hmm. Um. Then also there are docks for Haro because of course because Haro helps. Mm -hmm. 
because Haros are little small helper robots in Double O, and yeah, so the Haro can actually help, uh, basically help do other things while sniping is engaged, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. if the mobile suit needs to like do any kind of like movement of the mobile suit while Lock-On is busy with his giant periscope, uh, the Haro can take care of that, which is neat. Um, mm-hmm. It also has optical camouflage, just like the other Gundams. Uh, it can just go invisible. Um, um, worth worth noting, though, like, I mean, we've said it before, but that only ha- we've only ever seen that happen when it's just sort of, like, camped out. They're yeah. not, like, turning it invisible and running around a battlefield. That would be really cool, though. Could you imagine, like, the Exia, like, going invisible partway through combat and just seeing a bunch of mobile suits get cut in half? That'd be really sick. That would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, the optical camouflage is weird, though, because I guess... I guess the idea is it needs to be like move like minimal movement or be still when using it. Yeah, I assume um, it just can't update fast enough. Yeah, but um, then also uh, we mentioned it before, but Transamp this can Transamp uh, increases the GM particle output, move faster, etc., etc. Um, you use it too long, and then all your GM particles are drained, and now your performance suffers for it after the fact. Um, mm-hmm. basically a quick boost of super mode, and then being sad when your machine no longer works good um the dynamis also does at one point <clears throat> connect to a super substratospheric altitude gun um i'm trying to find the picture of it because i remember that it's in good. the show uh here good. it is right it's just a giant sniper rifle this is a absolutely gigantic rifle um I love that the picture here doesn't even have, like, the rifle barrel at all in the, in the shot. It's just all yeah. mobile suit and, like, the sensor and such. But, yeah. um, And uh, given the name of it, what this is for is being able to f- target, like, satellites uh, around the Earth from the ground. Um, Just mm-hmm. a really big beam rifle. Um, yeah, it is, uh, it is used to um, shoot a space station from the ground. Yeah. Also, fun thing, if you look at the rear tail of it, it actually has the tail stabilizer from the Curios attached to the back of it there, so oh, that it can uh, suppress the recoil. So it literally has, like, a, the, the, the the jet section, um, it, like, just attached to it, which is really funny. Um, it's just giant, it's just a giant beam rifle that it's, is able to be fired from the ground, though. Uh, it it's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. It only gets used, like, once, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool when it gets used. Um, it's a little disappointing to me it doesn't get used again. It's such a it's such a cool thing. And, like, it's such a unique capability. I can't... You know, I'm, I'm, maybe you, you've seen more Gundam than I have, but I can't think of another instance of someone shooting from the surface of the Earth and hitting stuff in orbit. Well, there is one example in Double O um, later on. Which is, is less cool. Uh, There's the one Riser that goes sword. the other way. Really? Uh-huh. I believe, if I remember right, one of the, t- the time he uses the actual Riser Sword is him firing it from atmosphere into space at one point. If you're talking about Memento Mori, that's... He's not that far. Oh, is he not? Okay. No, he is... He is he's he in is the sky, also, isn't he? He's, he's also in space. He's just not that close. Right. Okay. I couldn't remember for sure. I do remember the riser sword being huge. Also, it is huge. It is. It is to the point where I it, mean, it no, is not is a not sword. It is. It is firing right. a consistent beam that it is dragging. Right. <laughs> it is a moment where they think that he has missed a shot, but no, he has turned on a beam saber. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, 
All right. So for there are variants of this as well that we will talk about. Um, first one, initially, very simple one. Uh, we'll talk about the actual thing on its own, and then we'll talk about them combined. There is the GN Armors Type E. There's the Type E and the Type B. Uh, they're both merged into one article here. But basically, um, the Type E is for the Exia, obviously. The Type D is for the Dynamis. Yeah, um, I think we talked about the Type E when we talked about the Exia. Yeah, we did. And I remember you didn't like it. <laughs> no, um, I don't. So then we have the Type D, which is the other version of this. This one has a basically guns instead and a, and a big missile tube. Uh, on the one side. Uh, so basically, you've got like a giant quad barrel. Or no, it's just a double barrel beam gun, but I think it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it does. It, it does. Which is pretty cool, actually. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it still has the two GN cannons on the top of it. And then the other arm is just a missile container. It's just full of missiles. Um, so more suited to what Lock-On is doing. And this attaches to the Dynamis. Uh, Curios and Virtue get fucked. You don't get these. Um, just these two. Um, and of course, eventually you connect the two of them. And when you connect the two, you've got a sort of pseudo, you know, like super Gundam almost, but with the Dynamis. Uh, but not cool. Like the, I mean, it's it's okay. It's I, I like it better than the green one to go with it. I mean, there's that, but it's all yeah. I don't I don't like it as much. It it just. You're not wrong, but the Super Gundam comparison makes me bristle a little bit. I also, I also, you may note, you may recall that I'm also not a fan of the Super Gundam, but it's all right, and this is okay, and then the Exia one is bad. That's the, that's the, that's yeah. the staggering. That's fair. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the Dynamis is also very protected in this because it's just in full blanky mode the whole time it's in there, which is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's wearing a GN arms on the outside of it and basically. I, I don't even really know what the point of having the mobile suit in there is, because here's the thing, again, for side story stuff, there are things that do this idea, but cooler. Like, we've talked about, like, the Avalanche and the Avalanche Dash, which basically, the Avalanche Dash especially basically kind of does what this does with all the extra armor, and even having, like, the big feet things, but way cooler. <laughs> Yeah, the weird thing about this is, I mean, as much as I dislike the Exia's one, the Exia's one makes more sense as a machine because it's like, oh, you fly in close, you take a hit, you eject. Why would you fly in close with the Dynamis? Well, you just don't. You just you just snipe things, I guess, with all the with all the beam rifles on it. Um, yeah, it's not that great. Um, there are also several other variations. Um, First one we'll talk about is just a side story only one. We have the Gundam Dynamis Torpedo. Uh, this is a weird one. Um, so this is a aquatic sniper. <laughs> um, ah, yes, the, from the famous all, aquatic sniper family. Yes, this is this is an aquatic sniper, uh, which is a weird idea. Um, so it actually has like it. it, it I guess it doesn't want to get water on its sensors, so it actually has, like, the sensors covered up, like, the eye and such. Like, it's got, like, goggles, basically. Instead, you have, like, a... I, I would presume it's just a sonar radome, because it's underwater um, on I the guess. one side. Yeah, okay, it's a... Yeah, that's a sonar. Um, and then the other equipment it uses is the DG-014, or Dynamis Custom Gun Number 14, However, it is unknown if there were 14 types of guns. Um, funny thing to note here. Thanks, Winky. Um, and it fires GN torpedoes. 
that are meant to, you know, launch into aquatic targets from a distance. I just don't know how many aquatic targets there would be. I guess I can't complain too much. This isn't a full variation, right? This You mm-hmm. add some pieces over the eyes, and you replace the shoulder hard points. So this is like a simple variation, but it does feel a little silly because you're just it's just underwater firing torpedoes that would go fast and presumably I would assume are for like firing into submarines or other underwater bases. I mean the gun looks sick as hell. It does look cool. Don't get me wrong, it does look cool. It's just, you know, but but then I realize it's only for underwater, right? This isn't going to do anything on the surface again. Well, I guess you could just launch a torpedo into something and still hurt it. Um, yeah. I mean, not not a great idea, but it, it would work. I mean, and, you know, listen, how much of the Earth is water? You can see that this this didn't see use in the show for a good reason, but also it feels like this was created for good reason. I could totally imagine a scenario where they're like, hey... The Union is deploying a bunch of nuclear submarines. Just take care of it. Just get rid of them. That's fair. And I guess that would go with what they want to get rid of from nations, right? They want to destroy Mm -hmm. all the nation's weapons. So in doing so, destroying submarines is probably an important aspect. So I guess that makes sense. And there's not really anything else suited for that role among the Gundams. Not so much. Fair enough. Um, There's also uh, some other things. There is the Dynamis Repair. Uh, this is used in film. Um, so, obviously, we're at the point of talking future things. Um, mm-hmm. The Dynamis Repair is a repaired Dynamis. Because the Dynamis was damaged at the end of the first season, they just kind of kept it in storage for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Its primary differences are... The... Shoulder mounts, like the full shield, has not been finished painted because they just started painting it again. and Or they just rebuilt it, I guess, and haven't really painted it or anything. So it's like big gray armor pieces. But it's Uh basically the same full cloak. And the other major change is on the tail skirt, it has um, extra like GN condenser. Like, or GN, like, you know, thrusters on the, like, rear skirt. Which I actually do think looks cool. Like, I do like that the rear skirt gets bigger. Um, it does have a GM condenser on the back as well, not an actual GM drive, so it's just like a unit full of GM particles that will run out. Um, otherwise, it's, I mean, it's the Dynamis, you know, does Dynamis things. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just find it really a bummer that they took out the Beam Saber. Yeah, it doesn't have Beam Sabers anymore, I guess, yeah, is the other thing. So, it's basically just missiles, sniper rifle, and its shields. And, yeah, I mean, it just... It doesn't really show up very often, much. It shows up, like, once in the movie at the beginning, because they can't they can't show the actual movie unit that is meant to be for lock-on, so, you know. Uh, then there's the weirder one <laughs> that I want to talk about, which is from, I believe, the stage play, Revision, uh, which is, like, a combination, like, live-action performance, but also with, like, you know, art and stuff. Uh, yeah, the Dynamis Repair 3. Um, so what's up with the Repair 2? Uh, no article, and I'm presuming, I don't know. I honestly don't know. My presumption is the Repair 2 is maybe just the Dynamis Repair, but, like, they finished painting it, maybe? Well, well, okay. Did you find it? I found something. I don't know how canon this is. You tell me. 
Um, I, w- I wish to see. Someone made a conversion kit for it that I think looks incredible. Um, so I'll, I'll have to compare it versus the one. So, okay, this is definitely a fan thing because here's the thing: if you look at the like, I I this I don't think this works out. It looks too it cool to be real. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is pretty cool, but no. Uh, I don't think that this is, uh... Well, anyway, uh, shout-outs to the, uh, Cyclops, uh, MG, uh, Dynamis Repair 2 Conversion Kit. Does look cool. Does look really cool. Um, <laughs> also, changes it all to this gunmetal gray instead of green. It looks, it looks good. It's a good-looking suit. So, the Dynamis R3, the Repair 3, is actually a medium-range unit, and it is not used by Lock-On. It is used by, uh... You say Letitia. Letitia, yeah. I was about to read the katakana just to make sure. Yeah, Letitia Erde, or Arde, um, which is a copy of Tieria, um, but with a different well, personality. I thought Letitia is a girl's name, but what? It's a boy. I'm going to get punched by Camille. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> and also, we can, we, that is a loaded topic to talk about when we're talking about Tyria, which I know is part of the joke, but anyway. Um, I mean, the joke is just I, I'm pretending to be Jared, who sucks know, ass, but, you I know. know. <laughs> I know, but still. Look, there are layers to it that work, though, is the thing. Because, um, you know, as we all know, sure. the Gundam Virtue Master Grade still coming with the Season 2. Uh, here's the cross-dressed uh, Tyria. Uh, little minifigure. But anyway, um... More than cross... Yeah, we can't, well, we can't I mean, do this yeah, right now. Well, no, we can't get into this, but <laughs> we'll get into it on the, ver- uh, on the maybe the Cerebi episode or something. Anyway, um, it, I guess it is more than cross-dress, though. Um, look, innovates are, innovates are great. They can just do whatever they want, and I wish I was them. Anyway. You just, you just pull up your little wrist computer and hit switch gender. <laughs> Jealous. Amazing. Extremely. Just incredible powers to be had. Um, the Repair 3. So this is a mid-range conversion. Uh, this is painted like the, you know, generally the fourth units, like the Virtue and such. Probably because it is used by a cloud of Tyria. Um, and this is a really weird weapon set. So, still has the mounts on the shoulders, uh, but the mounts on the shoulders now are, there are, like, GN bazookas that are based on the Virtues, like, shoulder cannons, but a little thinner and smaller. Um, and they're also able to pop down and still, like, cover and be used as, like, shields, basically. Which mm-hmm. which is really weird. Um, you've also got, um... So, then you've also got <coughs> actual shields on there as well. They're just, you know, GN shields on the shoulder binders. Um... Which, it's weird... Oh, wait, no. These aren't bazookas anymore. Sorry. These shoulder binders are just shield binders with uh, the thrust. What? Sorry, I misread that. These are just what? the GM shields. Uh, so the GM bazooka, all it has is just the GM bazooka itself. Sorry. This thing sucks. Yeah, it's just got the GM beam, uh, GM beam sabers uh, on the rear skirt. It also removes the extra like thruster on the rear skirt, so it's just back to being the dynamis rear skirt. Um, so, yeah, all it really has then, it adds like sort of like the rear skirt thrusters but to the front skirts as well um and you just got the shield binders and the shield binders pop open and can use propulsion like they can fire out the gn particles so this is like a fast unit with the gn bazooka basically it can still do the full burst mode by basically uh 
attaching into the, like the middle of the chest, kind of like the virtues. But this is just like a wimpy virtue, basically. I just, I'm just mad that like you, you make this thing. This machine was created after the movie. The yeah. point that tech is at, and this is what you got. Yeah, it's just like I said. It's just worse. It's it. It literally feels like you know worse. Um. Oh no, it does have the extra skirt. Wait. So the toy has the extra rear skirt things, like the the um the the repair one. But if mm-hmm. you look at the art, it clearly doesn't, because those you would those would be visible. Um, Maybe they're optional. Perhaps. Anyway, this is basically a fast machine, but it has a GM bazooka. That's the, all it really has going for it. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking that the shoulder things were just like thin GM cannons because the way they popped open, but no, these are just they're just thruster shoulders. The metal build does look cool though. The metal build does, that's look cool. but that's because it's a metal build. I I have yet to see a bad looking metal build. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Metal builds just look good. Yeah, these are strange. It's actually really weird too because if you look at the metal build display sample, there are clearly barrels inside of those. So I wonder if that changed. Because that's an er- that's the display sample of the metal build. That's probably early on. I wonder if they changed the design idea. Oh no, because you can see it in the art too. Those are Maybe, barrels. Okay. Those are barrels. Why is it not guns? This thing just must. Uh. Yeah, I just, I just think that this is inaccurate. I just think that the wiki is wrong here. Oh no, I'm dummy. It does say each, each shield houses a twin barrel GN cannon for offensive purposes. Oh, okay, that's just. Okay. Why is it? Yeah. Why is it? Okay, but you can't. The way it's, I don't like the way the wiki has this though laid out. No, it's it makes it really like, it really focuses on everything about it except for the fact that makes it notable. I guess I could have looked at the standard armament section and noticed, but it, it's really weird. It the way the wiki had that. Sorry, that's this is don't my bad for not just relying yeah. on my gut, because <laughs> I was pretty sure that these had cannons earlier, and then I okay. let the wiki convince me otherwise, and I the wiki was wrong, and now I'm wrong by extension. I I, mean, I must be thrown into a pit. I, I guess since it's an Urday piloting it, I guess now I am on board with, like, I mean, it's just a Dynamis that's made to be a virtue. Like, yeah. okay, that's fine, I guess. That's fine. And, you know what, the, having the cannons does make me happy. Um, yes. Because it agreed. makes it a lot more, and they can aim them any which way. This is cooler, then. Okay, it's just a fast virtue. This is That's actually what this is, right? Because now that it has yeah. the shoulder cannons, this is just fast virtue. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Which... That yeah, seems worthwhile. All right. Yeah, I see. It seems like a lot of the designs from uh from revision are like, listen, we may have the tech that we had from uh from the movie and beyond, but also that was hell on our budget. <laughs> so yeah. The celestial being has to try and make some machines that are technically more advanced, but a little more affordable. <laughs> yeah, the GN shields can, in fact, generate like a full three sixty degree uh GN field as well. Um, mm, that's so nice. that's cool. So yeah, th- again, making this just a fast virtue. <laughs> it's just fast virtue, which I'm okay with. I am okay with. I am totally fine with that. If if those shields did not have the cannons in them, I would be a lot more annoyed. But no, that's fine. They and, saved it. All right, that's it for all the dynamis variations. We are not going to move on because I could see that this would get ridiculous. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Um. So yeah. Um, so we talked about the saddle set and dynamis today and the families therein. Those are fun. Uh, this was fun. I, I, I we haven't talked to, I feel like we haven't talked like a double O thing in a while. So yeah, I like double I, I li- stuff. 
I do too. I think they're fun designs to talk about. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, like, honestly, the only bummer about this is, like, you have shown me that, like, a lot of the, the season two designs, like, in their, in their original art and stuff look better, but I still like the season one designs better, so it is going to be slightly oh, yeah. a bummer to just have an episode of the worst designs. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. And, like, I don't think that they're, like, always better in season two. I just think the original art does them a lot more justice a lot mm-hmm. of the time because Jesus Christ. I mean, th- let's look at the Dynamis's art even, to be fair. The Dynamis's TV art is kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's true. Also, um, I hadn't seen the saga before, and this thing's pretty cool. But that'll anyway, have to wait. Well, we'll have to wait. Um, all right. So, Six, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And you can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com. So, Media. Dylan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LowPolyRobot. Uh, and I post about games and robots, as to be expected by that name. <laughs> uh, hey, Dylan. Mm-hmm. What quote am I going to go for? Uh, I know. I, I think I know what one you're going to go for, uh, but... Go for it. Uh, I don't remember the exact words. I just know the scene, though. You're talking about you're talking about an end of season one scene, right? I had two options, and that was that was the that was the reasonable one, right? Okay. Which is the, like, the only thing we can change about the future is ourselves, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or something like that. Oh, no. So the only thing the past can change is how you feel about things in the present, is that line. But actually... I was going to go with lock on, 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 lock on. Oh, God damn it. Okay. All right. Peace. Peace.